Thank you for listening to The Real Reality with Dr. Oren Amate. Please check out my website, docamate.com. This is the second in a three-part series on perspective-taking on how, and how to function more adaptively in today's society. Please check out the first uh, in the series of three uh, if you haven't already listened to it. So, one of the really healthy perspectives or mindsets that people really have to try to uh, take on, and it sounds so cheesy, it sounds hippy-dippy, and I know it's it's easy to talk about, and it's, it's it can be quite difficult to employ if you're you know really feeling like life really sucks and everything's overwhelming. But if you're able to do this, and in fact everybody does have the potential to do it, it's just a matter of you know being able to uh, find the time and courage to do it, and that is. And again, I, I know it sounds so cheesy, but it's positive thinking or gratitude. Now, most people, when they hear about gratitude, the first thing they think of, because this is what usually happens, or is that someone tells them, usually their parent, you know, you should be grateful to us or to aunt so-and-so for giving you the $10 for your birthday or something like that. And it becomes really, you know, I'm doing this for somebody else. I'm being forced to show appreciation to somebody else. And gratitude is not necessarily appreciation. It might include it, but gratitude is something slightly different. What I want to really stress is when I talk about gratitude with my patients or with my uh, students, I'm saying it's a really self-serving feeling. It's not about doing something for somebody else. I believe that we are very self-serving. You know, humans are self-serving animals, as all animals are. Uh, we might want to be altruistic. We might want to help others, et cetera, et cetera. But in the end, you really can't do much for others if you're not taking care of yourself. So self-serving is not necessarily um, selfish, okay? It just means that we're taking, taking care of ourselves first. And if you can take care of yourself first, then you can help others. So when I talk about gratitude, I tell people, think of this as just it's a way to really combat some terrible um, mental states or emotional states. And I was, I mean, I've, I've known about gratitude uh, for many years, not just as a psychologist, but of course, as everyone knows about gratitude, but I have to say that my, it's going to sound corny, I call him my spiritual guide, somebody who has really opened my mind to different ways of thinking and experiencing. And nothing he's told me is revolutionary, but because I've had an open mind and because he's had a really strong impact on me, I've truly internalized the lessons that I've heard from him. Uh, and I can't go into, into detail, uh, but it has changed my life. And so when he talks about gratitude, I know, well, I don't think I will ever reach the level that he's reached. And I don't even aspire to this. I try to be just more grateful or to feel more gratitude on a higher level than I currently am because that's how you grow. You don't try to compete with other people. You try to compete, you know, you try to improve on yourself. You try to make yourself better today than you were yesterday. And it doesn't have to be by 100%, doesn't even have to be by 1%. Even 0.0001% improvement is growth. It's healthy growth. And this goes back to what I was saying in the first um, podcast in the series about perspective. I am not trying to make myself this almost impossible to reach enlightened being. Uh, Eckhart Tolle, um, you know, new wave uh, guru, uh, a lot of my patients read him, a lot of my students have read about him or have read his works. And I really do believe that some of what he says is, is very inspirational. And I think that everyone should aspire to be a better person. But unfortunately, I've had people drive themselves crazy trying to reach this state of enlightenment that very, very few people can reach. So I say, be realistic. 
you're not trying to you know totally lose your ego and you know and be one with the cosmos and stuff like that you're just trying to make yourself better and by better i mean function more adaptively i am extremely practical i am far more practical than i am ideological or or philosophical so i just look at you know when i talk about uh, improving yourself it's like okay if i felt crappy or i felt this way or that way or i couldn't um, you know, do this yesterday. Can I do a little bit better today? We're not talking about a complete 180 turnaround. We're just talking about some improvement. So gratitude, the gratitude that my spiritual guide reaches is he's literally grateful for the breath he expe- ex- you know, expels when he wakes up. He's almost got tears in his eyes, you know, just looking at the breath, you know, thank you to, to, you know, to the, the, the creator of, you know, or whoever's out there, whatever's out there. I'm not going to be able to reach that, I don't think. But he has. And many people who are more, far more spiritual than I am or, you know, First Nations people, uh, you know, who, or anyone who's very religious can reach levels that, again, I don't think I can. But I think I've come, a, you know, much to a much better place than I was previously. And I won't go into details, but uh, recently I experienced a very, 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 can't, I can't stress how many, I, I can add a hundred more varies, serious medical scare. I had surgery to to deal with it. Thankfully, it was successful. Um, and I'm telling you right now, I am so glad that the cosmos or synchronous, you know, aligned or synchronicity was in high gear. Um, but the fact is, if I was dealing with this health scare three years ago, or if I was dealing with it now and I hadn't had some experiences leading up to now, I don't think I would have got it through it as well as I did. People were amazed. They had no idea I was going through it because I was dealing with it just very calmly. You know, it's just it's matter of fact. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, let's put it this way: if things turned out differently, I would have had perhaps like a I think it was around is either I got the numbers wrong. It's either twelve or sixteen percent chance of survival um, over ten years. And I, you know, and that's what I was faced with. And we wouldn't know for several months. So instead of dwelling on this chance, you know, this fact that. I'm gonna. I, I may die very prematurely, leave behind a wife and children, you know, not fulfill my potential and so on. Instead of focusing on that and becoming really dis- distressed, I just said, I have no idea what's going to happen. We have to wait to see. It's going to take a couple of months, get some surgery, and then we'll know what the outcome is going to be. And once we get to that point, then we'll talk about it. But for now, I'm just going to focus on the good things. I'm going to focus on keeping myself healthy, make myself healthier. Um, for example, I lost uh, about 25 pounds, not because of the illness, but when I saw the health scare, I said, okay, I better be in the best shape of my life. So within a couple of months, and I've kept it off, I, you know, I lost uh, about 25 pounds, like a month or two months, um, just through being healthier. Uh, that's perspective. Instead of focusing on the negative, go, poor me, what was me? Why is this happening to me? I focused on what can I do to make, you know, to make this uh, a better experience. I know I've got to be in good shape and it's, it's continuing. Once you start on a different, on a certain path, it's easier to stay on that path. I mean, it's hard to get on that path and it's hard to stay on it, but the longer you're on it, the easier it becomes. And I'm not perfect. Jeez. I, I have my uh, cheat days. Um, I don't know, like six out of seven days. I just don't cheat that much. Because again, I'm realistic. I'm practical. Instead of saying, oh, I can never eat this. I can never do that. I just say, I'm going to eat far less of this and that. I'm going to eat better than I was before and just be more careful and I'm going to have better habits and so on. Again, I never shoot for some unattainable goal. I shoot for something that's very attainable and then I build on that. That's how you change. That's perspective. But 
throughout all throughout all of this, truly having this positive mindset and just focusing on the stuff that I was grateful for, it got me through it. And study after study over the last 30 or 40 years has shown that these things really do affect not only your psychological and mental health, but your physical health. It's fact. There's no argument over this. Nobody disagrees with or nobody should disagree with it because it's been shown repeatedly. So it's not some cheesy ideal. It's just doing something. Again, it's not for anybody else, but for yourself. And so this idea of gratitude, once again, it's not about being thankful to somebody else, although that's part of it. And that's what I do. And I've gone to sweat lodge ceremonies. I was fortunate enough to be invited by my spiritual guide to these sweat lodge ceremonies. I was so grateful that uh, that uh, these people invited me in. They allowed me. Uh, I'm an interloper. I did not belong. But people were gracious enough. They were generous enough. And they allowed me to, you know, to take part in a ceremony that I had no part, of, you know, I had no reason to be in. But I did. And that whole ceremony, it was like, you know, it's, it's the hottest experience I've ever had. Um, and I do this on every night in my home. This was like 10 times hotter. And I just relished the entire experience because it was just, it was, I was in an altered state. It was just a state of just, again, pure beauty and gratitude. Then I spent the whole time just praying and, and, and not to praying to some God. I, I got to admit, I'm, I'm not religious, but I'm not so arrogant to say that there might not be something out there. Uh, I don't know. So whatever it is, you know, I, I just, I allowed myself to get enveloped in that feeling and it just, it, re, it invigorated me and it made, it just reminded me just how lucky I am to be alive. And, and this was before I got the results and I went afterwards as well. And, you know, it's just, it, it's just, it's a beautiful experience and you don't have to go to sweat lodge to do it. You can find other experiences that put you in these states. And in my next podcast, I'll talk about altered states. But the point is being grateful you just have to find something, anything that you can focus on and say, I am just so glad and grateful, happy, appreciative that this exists or this is true, this is real. Whether it's a person, whether it's a situation, whether it's an experience, focus on that because here's the thing, this is what you have to know. The state of gratitude, if you're in truly in that state, that altered state, like again, we're not just talking about paying lip service to it, it's not just saying, oh, I'm grateful, but really experiencing it. And this was so important. If you're in that state, it prevents you from being in any other negative state. Okay? You cannot, you literally cannot be grateful and be angry, sad, scared, resentful, bitter, hurt. It just doesn't happen. The brain doesn't work that way. And again, if you say, well, I feel grateful and you don't really feel grateful, you'll still feel all these other feelings. But if you can find that moment, and I've had so many patients who've told me that they, you know, and they weren't trying to, but just they got caught up in a certain moment and, you know, and they couldn't put a word to it. But then when they look back, they realized, oh, yeah, I was really feeling grateful for this or that. And in that moment, no matter how shitty their life was or how bad their experience was or how scared they were or sad or whatever they were feeling, they had a moment of calm. They had a little respite. They had this, this, you know, this experience. And that's what they needed. They, you know, it's like coming up for a breath of uh, air. You know, you're underwater. You're, you're feeling like you're drowning. You, they came up for the breath of air and that gave them the ability to move forward. And as I said about perspective before, it's just taking things one step at a time. Nothing I'm saying today or in this podcast or in the other podcast is new. It's not earth shattering. It's not groundbreaking. But it's just a reminder to people that there are things that we can do. We've been blessed with these you know, huge frontal lobes that allow us to, you know, to work beyond our biology, to, to rewire the brains, to try to recondition ourselves. And so I'm telling you right now, as cheesy or corny as you might think this sounds, 
please, if you want to get yourself into a better state, try to find this gratitude. Focus on it. This positive thinking really does work on all levels, neurologically, emotionally, mentally, and physically. And it will help you get to the next day and you'll be in a better condition. And it's not going to be 100% better. Like I said uh, before, it can be 1% better, it can be 0.0001% better. But as long as it's better than before, you're making some progress. And in order to make progress, one last thing I want to say about this is, and I say this to my students and patients, in order to grow as a human being, you need to do a couple of things. You need to be able to tolerate, you need to be able to confront and tolerate and make it through fear, anxiety, those types of feelings, okay? Fear and anxiety especially. And that's part of basically stepping out of your comfort zone. We talk about people feeling, you know, like stepping outside of their zone of comfort. That's what it means. Because if you don't, you become complacent. Even if your life is horrible, you feel complacent within that because you're, you're familiar with it. And familiarity just makes you feel comfortable, even if it's a terrible situation. So ironically, the discomfort of stepping out of your uh, comfort zone, okay, the fear and so on, being able to tolerate that, even though it seems so scary and it seems so horrible and terrible, if you do it, it's going to make the rest of your life more comfortable. And I don't mean complacent. I just mean it's going to be more tolerable. The more that you confront those things that you're avoiding, and again, I'm not talking about making huge changes. I'm talking about small things. Okay, if someone, if you, if you're shy, if you're terrified of speaking in public, just going up to somebody, choose your your targets wisely. Okay, but just going up to them and just asking them a question, even if you know, like asking directions or something else like that. For some people, that's that's it's second nature. For other people, it's the scariest thing in the world. Everybody has their own personal fears, their own things that they avoid, whether it's a behavior, whether it's a person, whether it's a situation, or whether it's a thought, feeling, or memory challenging that and tolerating the discomfort that goes along with challenging that that allows you to grow and that's all you have to do and i know it sounds overly simple but again it doesn't have to be mind shattering doesn't have to be earth changing so that's this this is the second in the series of uh this three-part um podcast on on trying to just find the proper perspective and and doing things that will help yourself function better So please listen for the third uh, podcast. And if you haven't listened to the first one, please do that as well. Thank you very much for listening to The Real Reality with Dr. Oren Amate.